Thank God I can see your names and your comments. That is such a relief. I just hate talking to an empty screen with nobody to, you know, bounce ideas back and forth off of. Hey to all you guys over here on the podcast. Happy Monday night, everybody. Happy Monday night to you guys out here, too. Um, by the way, my name is Catherine Kaufman. I'm a psychic medium here in Lexington, Kentucky. Welcome to my Every Monday Night Show. This is where we discuss what and who we are in this journey called life. This was a special request from one of my clients. Uh, and and I just want to tell you guys, so if you have something specific that you want presented on the show, you need to let me know. You need to message me either on Facebook or um, Instagram or YouTube, or you can send me an email. And um, so let me put my email in the comments so that if you have something specific, uh, you can go ahead and email me that. Hey to Kennedy Gambrel, Ina Thompson, Kim Mintz, special shout out to you, and Jan Nixon. Yasmin, good to see you guys here tonight. Um, for those of you that are joining on YouTube, if you haven't already subscribed, please subscribe to the channel and give the video a like. It really helps in the algorithm. It helps uh, spread the videos and and uh, that helps everybody get all the information. So, and if you're watching on Facebook, Give the video a like and go ahead and hit the share button on your screen and share that out in your news feed and that really helps spread the show too. So likes, subscribes, and shares are ways that you can help uh, without having to give a bunch of money. So that's good. <laughs> All right. So what do you do when you're doing a bunch of spiritual work and you're really working on yourself uh, and all of a sudden you feel totally disconnected from your friends, your family, and like they absolutely don't get you, they don't understand you, what in the world is going on and, and how to bridge the gap. 
because, you know, it's not like you can't just walk away from your family and longtime friends, you can't just abandon and walk away from. So there's some, there are ways that you can bridge this gap and there are ways to understand kind of what's going on. And we're going to look at like two different focuses tonight. So the reason why you're going to feel disconnected or disassociated from your friends and family is because you're, what you're feeling is the disparagement between vibrational levels. Uh, and the vibrational level is simply generated by thought forms that are created by you. So, and they're going to be thought forms that are of the higher chakras that maybe your friends or your family are not using as often. Certainly they do use those chakras and they are engaged in higher thought, but maybe not as much as you are since you are working on that kind of thing. And so you're going to feel the disparagement of the energy between where you are and where they are simply because you are using the higher chakras and they are using the lower ones. So you're going to feel the difference in the lower and the higher vibrations of thought, but also it's going to feel strange because of the energy cord connections. And what I mean by that is since they are using the lower chakras and more instrumental and engaged with the lower chakras, and you are more engaged in the upper chakras and working up here, the energy cord is not going to be as strong because there's a shift in the location of the energy cord. So let me check for questions. Hey, Joy. Hey, Sandra. And a big shout out to Barbara Bacon. <laughs> Thank you, Barbara. Um, so the chakras are very instrumental in the problematic areas with this, uh, the lower chakras that most of your friends and family may be using are the ones that are involved in everyday life, like, um, sex, food, uh, comforts and work and, uh, things of the earth. And so when you're working on your spiritual self and the focus moves to the upper chakras, that's really going to throw off the communication between you and uh, your friends and family that are more, they're more grounded. Okay. So the higher chakras are more difficult to connect uh, through because of the abstract nature of them. And so unless you have someone that you can talk to about the spiritual growth, and that's why, People are so thirsty for this. Uh, talking to somebody about their spiritual growth is because the higher chakras are abstract and they are not grounded. And to you, maybe talking about things that are of the earth and, and grounded is a little bit mundane and, and too maybe too physical or too concrete. So abstract is simply a theoretical or, or separately from things that are existing uh, in the physical, like thoughts or ideas 
uh, not things that are physical, not concrete existence, but uh, abstract concepts are a little bit more difficult, especially if you are trying to include friends and family who are more grounded. I hope this is making some sense to you guys. So, when you are working on your spiritual self and you are working more with the abstract and with the, the upper chakras, these thought forms are a way of, of the beginnings of a manifestation or materialization of the future. Now, so somehow we have to include the friends and family. I want to throw this other <laughs> thing in here for you to think about because, you know, we need to delineate what problem you're having because it could be two different problems because a lot of people that work on their spiritual selves disconnect from the shadow components of their own of their own self but also of their friends and family so when you're disillusioned with the conversation between you and um, your friends or your family is it because you may be seeing the shadow components and these shadow components of your friends and family sort of repel uh, the vibration because you're wanting to work with the more spiritual, pure, good aspects of the self. So are you having trouble accepting the shadow self of your friends and family? Now, <sighs> We need to have a balance, and I, I call it a three-dimensional balance because there's the shadow side, there's the angelic side, and in between is the three-dimensional balance of both aspects of yourself. And so when you're working in the higher chakras and you're wanting to lean more towards the angelic side, are you not capable of seeing your own shadow, let alone the shadow aspects of the people that are your, in your friends group or your family? And is it because maybe you're more sensitive to their shadow components that you automatically try to disconnect from that because you're wanting to work on the higher aspects of yourself so allowances have to be made for shadow personas and so that takes a higher level of understanding and sort of um, removing yourself and looking at this with perceptual insight is now this three-dimensional balance is in everyone and the sooner that you're able to recognize when the shadow is in play with another person and when it is not, the better off you will be. Because if you engage in relationships and when that person's shadow presents itself, a lot of people simply will say that, that person has changed and they will automatically disconnect from that person. But if you do that, you're going to be continually disappointed 
in people in general and in life in general because you're going to think that you can never find anyone that you can trust and you will be continually disappointed and you're not and the thing is you're not going to have a realistic view of the world or the people in it because you're not able to handle their shadow aspects when they present themselves so a high degree of coping comes along with spiritual development so that you're able to accept and work with uh, your friends, your family, and your, um, you know, co-workers, shadow personas. Hey to Robert, Robert Abbott, good to see you, and uh, Mitzi Tribble, good to see you too. So... We have to make allowances for the shadow persona, and you have to be able to recognize when that person's shadow uh, is showing itself to you, because everything is in a blended state. If And you know that old saying, if something or someone is too good to be true, then it probably is, because if something or someone presents itself and it seems too good to be true, it is not a realistic observation that you're making. It is not realistic because every single person on the planet is a three-dimensional blend of angel and uh, shadow and then the blend in, the, in between. So we're all three-dimensional. So Tiana wants to know, working with your shadow self helps with grounding by vibrations yes it does because the shadow is the most grounded part of yourself and the angelic is the one that works with the higher chakras and in order to work with all of the chakras you have to accept your shadow because it's it's basically in the lower first three chakras and the angelic self or the spiritual self is in these upper chakras here. And so that is definitely something that helps with grounding vibrations. Absolutely. Okay, let's continue on. Um, so you have to evaluate the whole person, blended personality. And I call it shadow, me, and the angel. And that's like three-dimensional. Also, we have to talk about thought forms that guide your path forward. You know, are you going to leave your family and friends behind? No, not exactly. You are going to keep going and you're going to keep growing, but you're going to have to find a way to maintain your connections because you can't just, well, I mean, you can disconnect from everybody, but that's a very lonely existence and it has a lot of grief and grieving in with that because you can never have a significant relationship unless you learn how to bridge the gap. Recognizing outcomes may not match and be different. And so you have to look at what are your goals and where are you going and evaluate your friends and family. What are their goals and where are they going? And the more that they differ, the more you're going to have to bridge the gap with this, or the, the wider the gap will be. 
you may feel like your path is being altered to their needs instead of your own. So you have to evaluate investments. So when you're in relationships, be it friend or family, you have to look at is their investment in you as great as your investment in them? And you should never alter your goals to fit their comfort need. Okay. You can continue to pursue your goals and they will maybe be uncomfortable with that and want to hold you back a little bit, but you can't let that uh, happen because then resentment and uh, those type of feelings start to come into play into the relationship. So in the best case scenario, the people that are around you are as highly invested in you as you are in them, but you need to evaluate those investments and test them and see, is this person invested or not? And that's a, a huge thing to be able to find out. <laughs> Rar, yes, I did. Slip of the lip. Sorry, Rob. <laughs> uh, well, you, somebody could be working through me, Rob. You never know. Okay, so onward and upward. Stagnation of energy thoughts. Stagnation of energy or thoughts. Relationships will naturally fall to the wayside um, unless you find a way to bridge the gap and we're going to, we're going to go into that. So let's say some of your friends are not as invested in you as you are in them and you want to continually grow and they do not. Those relationships will naturally fall by the wayside. You don't have to do anything or really say anything. All you have to do is keep moving forward and you're going to find that those people call you less or message you less because they're going to want to connect with people on uh, the level of interest that they're on. And don't worry about that and don't overstress about it. It just is, uh, you know, when we were young, mom and dad used to say, oh, you've just outgrown that group of people. And outgrown is sort of alludes to the whole crux of what we're talking about, which is getting too old for that kind of thing, or maybe rising to a level where it doesn't really match with you anymore. <laughs> Thanks, Rob. I'm glad that this is helping. Okay, so Christy wants to know what is a good way to test? You know, Christy, I'm just going to give you an example of investments. Uh, I have a lot of people that want to work with me and they will message and text and, you know, have a meeting with me and they have all kinds of good ideas and want to do this with you and da, 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 because they see that I go and I do and I create and I'm, I'm all for it. Anybody that wants to create with me, I'm for that. But um, I'm not going to do all the work. Not, not going to do it. So if they approach me and I agree and I say, well, you know, okay, you get back to me with a plan or you get back to me with uh, how you want to accomplish 
this and they never do, that's a test of their investment because their investment is not, it's, it's not heavily related. It's just throwing it out there and hoping that I do the work for them. See, so you test the investment of the people that are talking to you about stuff. And you're going to have to be kind of creative about ways to do that, Christy, because, um, you know, it's a test of effort. How much effort do they put forth? You're going to put forth an effort uh, in the relationship, but there, there has to be a way that you can test their investment in it. Like, are they going to put forth the effort just like you do? And... So you got to come up with ways that you can see if they're going to put forth the effort. Okay, fine. Now here's how we, how are we going to manage this? Here's how we do it. You've got to stay connected to your family and some true blue friends, even if they are working with the lower shockers and they just don't get you or can't understand you. Finding a common ground or a common energy cord to connect through. So what these can be are old interests that you had together or past memories that you have shared together. So for a temporary time, you have to come back down to being grounded to those memories or those interests. Uh, and it may not be super comfortable for you, but if you know that it's temporary, as long as you don't alter your morals or your beliefs, which you can maintain steady on, but you have to find a common ground or a common energy cord uh, to connect with the people through. Don't try to bring them up to your level because that will cause a lot of stress and a lot of fights. And so you're going to have to let that go. And when Rob and I talked about perceptual insight a couple of shows ago, and if I think about it, I'll put the link in the show notes afterwards. But trying to switch your perception from um, from where you are to a third-party view so that you can remind yourself where that person is at in their life and what things that they're working on. Because people do advance in their spiritual life from being around you, maybe not as much as you want, but try to remember or recollect where they can where they come from and what their base is so that you can kind of see where they started and where they are now and that they are advancing but that you need to not put your expectations on them now, certainly there's things that you can say to allow encouragement of growth, which need to be open-ended so that you don't put your own um, wants and needs on that person, but it allows them to think and to take that step if they want to. 
So another thing is you can't assign an importance or an emotional attachment to people who are unable to grow or unable to understand where you are. Because we love them and we care about them, we want them to be able to grow. And a lot of empathic people will uh, assign an emotional attachment to this. Again, it really helps if you look at this from the third party view and extract or try to stay away from the emotional attachment that you may want to place on that. Uh, so my suggestion for this is to go ahead and start um, in everyday relationships, start getting in a habit of switching to the perceptual receptive mode in the third party view on a lot of things so that when it really matters, you'll be able to switch to it really quickly without having to struggle in the middle of uh, talking to a family or a friend about a delicate situation. So Tiana says, why does it hurt a little when I feel like they won't try to understand? Okay, Tiana, that's exactly what we were talking about is we're assigning an emotional attachment to the peoples uh, who, who were unable to grow or unable to understand. Um, so you have to get away from making emotional attachments to that and switch to that perceptual third-party observation. Um, and then the comments have to be open-ended because when you're trying to talk to them about astrology or psychic ability or this or that, um, especially if it's a sensitive topic to them that they feel a lot of skepticism or um maybe a lot of superstition about you have to go with a more scientific open-ended type of statement that doesn't really go into a lot of detail because they can't handle that you just throw that simple scientific statement out there they'll either it will either pique their interest and they will start thinking about it or they won't too much of an explanation or trying to explain it too emotionally will throw up a guard and you will be blocked. So um, it's really important not to put that emotional attachment to trying to get them to connect with you. So what you're trying to do is you're trying to drag them up from those lower chakras up here to think on an abstract level that they are not ready for. And because we want to talk to them so badly about it, we assign this emotional attachment to it, which makes things hurt when they don't get it. So it can hurt and it can be a little bit depressive, but that should not stop you from seeking out people who are already here in this abstract level that want to talk with you about it. They want to experience things with you. Keep growing. Keep learning. Keep reaching out for them and leaving open-ended comments that they'll either accept or they won't. 
another thing is a lot of people will have fears um, with regard to information in the upper chakras because it's not something that the public is comfortable talking about. Um, unless you experience death, it's not a comfortable topic. But the people who have experienced that and have great loss need to talk about it. And those are the people that will search you out. Um, people that have that longing or want or need to be up in the higher chakras and to talk about these kind of things. But one thing you can do is if you experience a family or a friend that has a lot of fears and they're working from the lower chakras, simply reducing, addressing the fear and reducing it and reassuring the person you know what you're doing and um, you're working from a good place and this has really improved your life and simply saying the steps that I've taken, the things that I've learned, I've really enjoyed and I feel like it's improving my situation and you can see that in the growth and development that I've had in the last year. And then just leave it at that. And those open-ended statements will work on them. In the back of their mind, their fears will be allayed. And maybe, just maybe, they will have a need to do a little work too. And that's where you encourage the growth of another soul, leaving those thoughts open-ended stimulating the steps forward, not pushing them, but, you know, showing them that you're moving forward, addressing their fears and allowing them to follow should they decide to do that. So I hope that this all has made sense for you guys. Uh, next week, we're going to talk about karmic entanglement which is a huge problem for a lot of us. Why is it that when you try to help somebody, things turn out a mess, not only for them, but also for you? <laughs> so we're going to go over karmic entanglement. And also, if you guys, this is a special request show. If you guys uh, have something that you've been wondering about and you want um you want it presented on the show, just go ahead and email me or message me on Facebook or Instagram or YouTube, and I will definitely uh, put that on the show roster. Also, also um, oh, I need to run. This is a sponsor for tonight's show. Stay Kentucky is a one-stop website for all your Kentucky State Kentucky needs vacation rentals um, also um, all kinds of suggestions for restaurants it, the the local events are on there um, there are a lot of festivals that are still going on in Kentucky those are all listed on the website. Airbnbs are listed on the website. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. Um, so go to staykentucky.com for a stay in Kentucky vacation. I call it a staycation. Take a couple of days off. Right now is the perfect time because 
trees are changing everything's beautiful you just may want to take a ride in the country and uh, just try to relax here in our own state and eat at some of the best restaurants that are around and so just visit staykentucky.com until next week kisses from kentucky and i will see you guys next monday for karmic entanglement <laughs>